Nostrelli lines up as a right wing next to McGlinchey. They're going to boot the quarterback left. Here he goes, deep downfield. Crenshawfield's got it. Treario. Welcome to 49ers Access. My name is Sterling Bennett, and ooh, does it feel good to listen to that Trey Lance touchdown to Trent Sherfield? I just cannot get enough of that. Might have to play it again later in the show. Again, we are a few days removed from that preseason debut from Trey Lance, and today we are going to talk about that preseason debut, that being of Trey Lance. We're going to evaluate the preseason in our first ever edition of Stock Up and Stock Down. But first, we have some housekeeping. The Niners have released the following players. Joshua Perkins, Ken Webster, linebackers James Burgess and Donald Payne, defensive lineman Eddie Vanderdoes, and receiver, undrafted receiver Austin Watkins. He has been placed on IR with a broken foot. He did clear waivers, but he will likely miss six to eight weeks, possibly the remainder of the season, so Austin Watkins has been retained by the team and placed on IR. The team also signed former Seattle Seahawks linebacker Michael Kendricks, bringing the roster to 85 before today's deadline. The team will need to take it down from 85 to 80 next Tuesday, as that is the next deadline for roster cuts, 90 to 85 today, 85 to 80 next Tuesday, following Week 2's matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers in the preseason. But as we look ahead to the Los Angeles game, let's take a look back to Week 1 against the Kansas City Chiefs of the NFL preseason and let's play our first ever edition of Stock Up and Stock Down. Our first edition of Stock Up, Stock Down starts with Stock Up. Trent Sherfield doing his best Trell Owens impersonation on Saturday versus Kansas City. One catch, 80 yards. We all know the play. We played it coming into today's show. Stock Up. On Trent Sherfield, he is quickly solidifying himself as a number three or number four receiver in this offense that desperately needs receiver depth. Our first ever victim culprit of stock down this preseason is Richie James Jr. Multiple drops in training camp. He dropped one pass against the Chiefs, a very pivotal third down pass from Trey Lance. It was put in the perfect spot for him to catch. Maybe a little high and outside, but it was right there in his hands. You have to make those catches. He's also slipping as the return specialist, you could say. He had two returns on Saturday, averaged 17 and a half yards. If you are going to take the ball out of the end zone, you have to get to the 25-yard line or better. Richie James Jr. is not doing that for the Niners. He is quickly falling as a returner. And also, as a receiver, Richie James Jr., your stock is down. Simba Webster, talk about stock up coming out of nowhere. He was signed after the Rams released him as a return specialist, and he already looks better than Richie James Jr. May not be the receiver you want to be that fifth or sixth guy, but he can slide in and be that kick return specialist the Niners desperately need. He had three returns on Saturday, averaged 20.7 yards again. Not great. But he had a 43-yard kick return. You don't get that from James Jr. really at all. 
He had one carry as well, 34 yards, two catches, 18 yards. Simba Webster, I don't know, the pride of Antioch High School, excuse me, pride of Deer Valley High School in Antioch, Simba Webster looks like someone this Niners team should take a longer look at and probably will as the preseason and training camp continues. Stock down on Aaron Banks. If you're going to draft a right guard in the second round, you are expecting him to play immediately. You're expecting him to start immediately and show he's that second-round talent to be a mauler next to Mike McGlinchey, and he has not been that thus far. He can't even separate himself from Daniel Brunskill, which is unfortunate. Uh, and let me remind you, Brunskill was an undrafted free agent. Again, not a knock on him at all, but just shows you Aaron Banks should be miles ahead of him, and he has yet to do so, yet, yet to show anybody that he actually is. And before he got hurt on Saturday's game and is going to miss two to three weeks with a shoulder injury, Banks allowed four pressures on 18 snaps. He was not that good on Saturday. He had probably one good rep. That was the Trey Lance to Charlie Warner play from his own end zone. Banks had a good block on that play, but other than that, Aaron Banks, her stock is down, likely to miss the season opener against the Detroit Lions. Not good for Aaron Banks. His stock is definitely trending down. The next guy, stock up. I don't know if you can talk about someone enough that has surprised this much in preseason. The guy who was taken in the sixth round of this past year's draft. I'm sure you know who he is. Maybe you can't pronounce his name, but I'll do it here for you. Talanoa Hufunga took reps as a starting safety on Saturday's game. Again, took bad routes to balls at certain times, but the aggression is there. He's like a prowling lion on this defense. He knows what he's doing, at least in regards to getting the ball carrier on the ground. He's a solid tackler. And people want to compare him to Troy Polamalu. Again, don't do that. Don't think he's going to be the next coming of a Hall of Fame player. But again, he does have traits you love to see out of a maybe a depth uh, safety, a sixth-round pick for sure. You like what you see out of Talanoa Hufanga. Again, he is that prowling lion in the defense. He has the mane of the hair. He looks like a lion out there. It looks freaking awesome. Always see from Talanoa Hufanga. Stock down. Sean Coleman, the left tackle, opted out of last season because of COVID. Missed all of 2019 with a leg injury. And yes, there is an opening to be that backup tackle with Justin's school out for the season with an ACL injury. Coleman continues to struggle. And if you cut him now, he can free up a million dollars in cap. Not to mention, two pressures tied for the second most on the team on Saturday. Sean Coleman, your stock is down as he currently deals with a knee injury. And the next guy, the next stock up, Jalen Moore. I think he will eventually jump Sean Coleman. He started on Saturday versus Kansas City's uh, first-team defense. He looks pretty good. Again, I'm, he's not going to start Week 1 against the Lions. That is Trent Williams' job for sure. But he is going to be, in my opinion, the swing tackle of this offense. That's exactly what you want from a fifth-round pick. A guy who can come in here, be a depth throw early for the team. And again, I understand Kansas City isn't a world-beating defense. But Jalen Moore played well enough against that defense to prove he belongs in the NFL. Two pressures on 28 snaps. Jalen Moore played well. Again, struggled somewhat. But Jalen Moore is a fifth-round pick who you like what you saw from where you drafted him. Jalen Moore, his stock is definitely up. And even Kyle Shanahan said, Jalen Moore continues to prove himself, to prove he belongs here in the NFL. 
So let's go over it one more time. Stock up Trent Sherfield, Simba Webster, Talanoa Hufanga, Jalen Moore, stock down Richie James Jr., Aaron Banks, and Sean Coleman. A lot of guys to be happy about and some guys to be worried about. Aaron Banks in particular. Hopefully he can get healthy and come back soon. But Talanoa Hufunga, Jalen Moore, Trent Sherfield, all surprises thus far in camp. Looking like solid pickups for this Niners team. And as we wrap up the first edition of Stock Up and Stock Down, I think we all know what time it is. Let's talk about this dreaded, this all over Twitter, everyone's talking about it, all over the radio, in the national media. Let's talk about week one of the preseason and the Niners quarterback competition, and more so, Trey Lance's NFL debut. And before we get into Trey Lance's NFL debut, and before we get into what Trey Lance did on Saturday versus the Kansas City Chiefs, what I liked, what I didn't like, uh, what I think he... You know, he showed out what he didn't show, what I want to see more of. I think we need to focus on Jimmy Garoppolo for a few seconds. Let's be reminded, he is a starting quarterback of this team. Let's not forget what he did. Uh, he was 3 for 3, had 26 yards, and he looked like classic Jimmy Garoppolo. And what I mean by that was he was efficiently moving the ball down the field. And I want you to listen to everything I say here because this entire thing will tie together with the theme of what I want to see from Trey Lance, what I want to see from these Niners starting quarterbacks. It's not just go up there and hit the home run play. And, and I'm, I'm going to show you why I say that and why I believe it and where Trey Lance continues to need to work on to be that starting caliber quarterback we all want out of him, who we all think he can be, that he isn't right now. So Garoppolo, efficiently moving the ball down the field on Saturdays, exactly what he did his first pass, 13 yards for a first down. Second pass, 2 yards. The third pass, 9 yards. Yes, it got called back for the OPI. Uh, likely would have been a drive where they scored a touchdown or at least a field goal. Now, the OPI did push that ball back. That pass would have also been a first down. So you think about it. In his first three passes, Garoppolo should have had two first downs. Again, efficiently moving the ball down the field. His fourth pass a, an 11-yard reception by Trey Sermon, who almost got a first down himself. And again, the drive would have likely ended in a score, whether it's 3 or 7 or 6, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jimmy was being Jimmy. Jimmy was being consistent. He was being efficient. He was moving the ball down the field consistently. He was getting first downs. He was moving the ball, commanding the offense. He was driving the ball down the field with efficiency. Again, keep those two words in mind, efficiency and consistency. Those are two things you want in every starting quarterback. Those are two things you see from Jimmy G every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday. And you saw it on Saturday against Kansas City, albeit in a very small sample size. Now we can talk about Trey Lance, though. What did Trey Lance do? And again, keep that word in mind, consistency. It's very important. Trey Lance first throw was awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about the, the Sherfield touchdown. A strike right to Brandon Ayuk, who uncharacteristically dropped the ball. But again, the, Ayuk probably would have ran for 20 yards, would have been a first down, would have maybe changed how that drive looked. It wouldn't have been a three and out. And I think Tim Ryan described it perfectly here is, 
you just saw a full display of what Trey Lance is. And, and that's true. He was poised in the pocket, went through his progressions, stepping up in the pocket, using his feet to buy himself more time. What Trey Lance did in his first throw for an incompletion was do everything he does in a nutshell other than the receiver catching the ball. Everything his potential, his prospect is, we saw in one play. Albeit it wasn't a completion. We saw what Trey Lance is, can be, should be, will be hopefully. But I think we all know. The next play, the very next drive, this happens. Ostrelli lines up as a right wing next to McGlinchey. They're going to boot the quarterback left. Here he goes, deep downfield. Trencher Field's got it. Treyaria. How does anybody get tired of hearing that? <laughs> like, that is awesome. I was sitting in the 95-7 the game studio, Shamari Block, Evan Giddings was there. And the whole crew is watching the game, and I'm sitting there like, what is Trey Lance going to do? I know what I want to see from him. What is he going to do? Three and out in the first one, had some ups, had some downs. But then you see the throw, and you just go, oh, man. Like, we got this? (laughs) And many of you know, this is the guy I wanted to draft the entire time. If we were looking at quarterbacks, Trey Lance was the guy I pounded the table for for a while. And hearing that, seeing that touchdown, seeing that potential, how could you not say, we got the guy? Or at least in a small sample size, this is the guy that we got who can hit 80-yard touchdown passes down the field, throw 49 yards down the field. And we haven't had this since Kaepernick maybe, since Steve Young, probably more so since Steve Young with the home run style of play since Kaepernick. It has to get you excited. I think Niner fans have been kind of, I guess, annoying about it, really, (laughs) to be honest with you. And I get it. Let's have fun. Let's, we look to have a guy that can do things we haven't had someone with, with the ability to do for almost, what, 20 years? 20, 30 years? And that has to get every fan excited. People were talking about, oh, you should have felt the you know, Levi Stadium when, when Lance took the field. There's an aura around him of the next big thing. And that's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of what Trey Lance can do. But it's also why I wanted to lay out what Jimmy Garoppolo did. Because there's two ways to win in the NFL. There's the methodical, slow-paced, intricate, slice-and-dice way Garoppolo does it. The, the, you know, the, the, the five-yard slant, the eight-yard out, the yak bros being reliant on those guys. Then there's the way Trey Lance can do it. And that's, at any moment, he can hit that big play. You can be on your own 20, first play of the drive, boom. 80-yard touchdown pass. And you're saying, oh, like, man, we, we just scored in 20 seconds. We don't do that with Garoppolo, usually. Very rare. And I saw a stat from NFL Stats and Analysis. Uh, Trey Lance's throw on Saturday at the Trent Sherfield one went further than any throw Jimmy Garoppolo has made in his entire NFL career through the air. 
again, my point is here, Trey Lance, the physical traits, the potential is there. But I do want to say, let's pump the brakes on the Trey Lance needs to start week one crowd. I think at a certain point, it kind of gets, uh, people are slamming the table. He has to start week one. He's got to start week one. When in reality, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have to start week one, and he shouldn't start week one. And I want to play this clip of John Lynch during the broadcast on K-Picks with uh, Greg Papa and Tim Ryan. I thought it was very telling as to kind of where they see Jimmy G and Trey Lance currently in the quarterback position. And I also think it's very telling as the main reason as to why they picked Trey Lance. uh, Other than the health concerns of Jimmy Garoppolo. Then we'll get into why I think Trey Lance shouldn't start week one. And why I still believe it's Jimmy Garoppolo's job to lose. So let's roll this clip of John Lynch during the K-Pix broadcast. First of all, things don't just happen in this league. Trent Sherfield every day at practice has been making a big play. But I kind of like that Trey Lance passed up an open IU underneath and said, uh-uh, I'm taking it downstairs, downtown, and uh, what, a, what a throw. You can see what John Lynch is saying there. And you can see what John Lynch is saying there, right? The under route, the one Garoppolo would likely hit. Trey didn't opt for that one. He opted for the home run play. That's the reason why they picked a guy like Trey Lance. Again, we all know this, but I wanted to play that because John Lynch, I think it's as clear as day as he's saying, like, look, the guy we have starting currently would have hit Ayuk for 11 yards. The guy we want to play, whether it's week five, week one, likely later in the year, he's going to hit that home run play. He's going he's gonna to actually look for the home run play. And Garoppolo may have seen that and said, ah, the safer route is here. Let's, let's methodically slice and dice the defense instead of taking a risk. Trey Lance said, first down, we're going for it. And that's the difference here. John Lynch knows it. He said it blatantly right there. I don't think it was a design shot at Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think it was a very honest statement here of that the guy we currently have hits the quick 11-yard route for a first down. The guy we drafted hits the home run play, gives us that home run potential to open up the offense. And Kyle Shanahan knows his scheme can get guys open for those home run plays. Drafting Trey Lance means they can, again, consistently hit those home run plays over and over and over again. And Shanahan's not going to have to overhaul the scheme to fit Lance in it. He can keep Lance, keep his scheme, and then do more things with the offense. But, despite the 80-yard touchdown pass, despite the running ability Lance has yet to show us in the NFL, in the preseason, because, and let's be honest here, why would Shanahan want to show opposing defenses and give them film on what they're probably going to do during the regular season? Doesn't make sense, but again, despite the potential of the, the arm, the physical talents Trey Lance possesses, that theme of consistency comes back into play here. Again, don't forget the words consistency, efficiency. Very important when trying to figure out who is going to be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers come week one. And Jennifer Lee Chan from NBC Sports was on the final word last night on 95.7 The Game. And she mentioned that Shanahan had kind of said, like, look, Trey Lance kind of took a step back on Saturday. There's some things that mechanically, uh, fundamentally, that we were working with him on 
all off season. And he did some, and, and he did revert back to how he was in college. That's not a knock on Trey Lance. He's 20 years old. But again, she also she also mentioned that this is probably Jimmy Garoppolo's job, simply because of the reversion back to how he was in college. The things they worked on, Trey Lance again got into a live game situation, and played on instinct. Those new things they're working on him with maybe aren't instinct yet. It's like a pitcher who had Tommy John surgery. They work for eight months, 13, 14 months to get back to playing, and then they work on the mechanicals, the mechanics of his throwing motion. How can he improve the motion? How can he make it safer for him? How can he be more accurate? How can he limit further injury? The same thing with Trey Lance. How can we fix the mechanics, make him more accurate with the passes? And this, to me, can be seen perfectly on the throw to Richie James Jr. We talked about James's drop earlier, but go back, if you can, watch the broadcast. The clip is actually on NFL, I think, the NFL YouTube channel. You can see his mechanics on the James throw on third down, which, again, was a good throw. It was a catchable pass. The mechanics on that throw were not good. It was all arm. And I think this is kind of what they're looking at here is Trey Lance is a physically gifted quarterback, has all the talent in the world to be an elite-level quarterback in the NFL. But what Lance, to me, and what maybe I've seen very slightly, and I love Trey Lance, don't forget that, I love Trey Lance, is sometimes the reliance on the physical gifts rather than the the mechanics. You have guys who are young, playing sports, guys in, maybe it's basketball, football, baseball, they have the physical talent, and they can rely on that for a long period of time. They could, they have the, you know, the, the, the bazooka arm. They have the, the speed. How many times in eighth grade you watch guys play football, whether it's flag or tackle, and they're just juking everybody out because they're so physically talented over the rest of the group. Guys who are bigger on the offensive line, defensive line, bullying players, not focused on the mechanics. And this is something Trey Lance needs to work on here, and they've they've blatantly said, we have been trying to alter his mechanics, make sure he doesn't rely on the arm too much. Trey Lance's arm can do a lot of things Jimmy Garoppolo and other guys in the NFL can't. But what makes it different than we have a guy who is physically gifted who is a good quarterback, we have a guy who is gifted and an elite-level quarterback are those mechanics. Patrick Mahomes... Again, he can throw from every single arm angle. He can make plays out of the pocket. His mechanics are consistent inside the pocket. Trey Lance's are not yet. Trey Lance, again, relies a little too much on the strength, the ability of his arm. He isn't consistent yet with the mechanics, with the fundamentals. Shanahan said it. John Lynch said it. And I think that brings us to what John Lynch said on the Tim Kawakami podcast via The Athletic yesterday. He mentioned what Trey Lance did, the good, the bad, and where they are currently as a team at quarterback. And he mentioned the reversion, Trey Lance reverting back to some of the things that he needed to work on this offseason. I think the thing that has impressed us with Trey is his poise 
his presence. He's a very poised athlete. Obviously, you don't pick a guy that high if he doesn't have the goods. And so he's a he's a natural passer. He moves very well. He he does a lot of things well. But you want to see okay when the lights come on, uh, how's he going to respond? And you know I think it was a mixed bag. He did he obviously made some plays. He showed his arm talent. He did all those things well. I think Kyle mentioned it, and and you know you can see it on the tape. And Kyle and I watch a lot of things together and and we did and and you know a lot of the strides he's made in terms of some of the fundamental things that we've asked him to work on he reverted a little and that's not that's not reason for panic it's a natural thing it happens to a lot of players and so to be able to coach that to be able to recognize that coach it and say hey the end result was pretty good but look at how much better it can be and so now he has tangible things to work on i think that's the perfect analysis of trey lance it was a mixed bag. They were really good things, and there are some things we can work on. He reverted back to the instinct. He has the natural ability, the God-given ability to do some of these things, to run, to have this arm strength, to hit 80-yard touchdown bombs that other guys can't. But there are things we need to work on with him to not only get better as a quarterback, but to unlock, to unleash that elite-level quarterback. It's the small things. Ask anybody who plays professional sports, you can have the physical traits and they'll get you so far. Trey Lance right now can be a good NFL starting quarterback. The Niners don't just want a good starting quarterback. This is the difference in a great starting quarterback, an elite starting quarterback, a top five, a Mahomes-esque starting quarterback, and someone like Jimmy Garoppolo, someone like a Cam Newton, who they have their peaks, but they have their valleys. And right now, Trey Lance had his peak, right? He, hit, he On Saturday, he hit the 80-yard touchdown pass. Everyone's going crazy. Oh my God, he's the second coming. But he had his valleys. And it's right here. Trey Lance on the third down, two for four. Completed 50% of his passes. That doesn't sound that bad, right? 11 yards, no first downs. Again, that one drop by Richie James does make this look a little better. But the mechanics of that throw were a little iffy. He could have maybe made that throw, stepped up into the pocket a little bit, been more accurate, not relied too heavily on the arm strength, but the mechanics of the throw may have been the difference there. He's also sacked three times, I know, second-team offensive line. Look, that's not all his fault. But again, on third down, you converted no first downs. Should have been one, obviously. 11 yards and you were sacked three times? That's really bad. Again, areas to grow. Trey Lance, two-minute drills. Just before halftime, backed up on his own 10-yard line. He went one for four, three yards through the air. He missed high over the middle twice, almost picked off twice, and he was sacked and fumbled the ball. So look at this. This could have easily been combined. Three for eight, not good, really. 14 yards... Almost two interceptions and a fumble. And again, I understand. Not all his fault. It's preseason. Let's give him a break. Yes, let's do those things. My point here is let's pump the brakes. John Lynn said it. It's a mixed bag. We like the natural ability. But there are areas to grow. Areas to improve. We love Trey. Some of the things he did in college, he kind of did on Saturday. We don't want those things. We want him to progress, become that next level, elite level starting quarterback. It's going to take time. It's going to take time for Lance to do this. 
let's not crown him QB1 initially. Eventually, yes. 100% a thousand times, yes. But third down, he was not good. Mechanics were inconsistent somewhat of what they are trying to do with him. John Beck worked with him all offseason, trying to change the mechanics and how Shanahan and the Niners want them to be. In live game, reverted back to them sometimes. It happens. Again, like John Lynch said, no need to panic. It's not just for Trey. Every rookie goes through this. When a coach comes in and kind of changes everything you've known for two to three years, four or five years, your brain needs to kind of rewire itself. And, you know, the brain needs to connect with the arms and the shoulders and the legs. There are things that need to be rewired in Trey Lance's brain. That's what the preseason, that's what training camp in the offseason has been for. It's not panic time. It's being realistic time. He needs time to grow as a quarterback, to master the changes the Niners are trying to implement with him. He needs mechanical uh, improvements. Saturday, we, we were shown that while there are times they can be great mechanics, at times there can be a little shaky. And he regressed back a little bit in Shanahan and Lynch's own words, to what he was in college somewhat, which again is a good starting quarterback in the NFL, but not the elite level guy you want him to be. And I want to break this down in a spectrum, okay? The spectrum of a rookie quarterback in the NFL with elite potential. Great, 80-yard touchdown pass. Good, the throw out of the end zone to Charlie Warner for a big gain. The bad, forcing almost two interceptions. That is the spectrum of an elite-level quarterback that is a rookie in the NFL. You get the great, you get the good, and you get the bad. It is about keeping the great, the 80-yard touchdown pass, and moving the bad into the good. So you're only getting good and bad with maybe a blimp or two of bad here or there. You're getting good, you're getting great, and maybe a blimp of bad every once in a while. Lance was forcing passes. He was under pressure a lot on Saturday. And those are things Shanahan wants to see. And just like one throw didn't break Garoppolo's career like many people want you to believe, one great throw, yes, a great throw by Trey Lance, does not jettison him up the depth chart into quarterback one status. It doesn't do it. He was, what, 4 for 15. Could have been, what, 7 for 15. 7 for 14. He was solid. It was a fine outing, but he had the worst quarterback rating of any quarterback that was a rookie playing on Saturday. Of the top five guys, he played technically the worst per the stat sheet. That does not mean it's an end-all, be-all, going to be the worst guy. But this is a battle of being patient and impatient. Trey Lance is a quarterback with elite potential. He will flash on tape over and over and over again. The physical traits will flash every single week. I guarantee you, on Saturday, or this weekend, excuse me, against the Chargers, we will see Trey Lance do something, and we go, wow, he's a QB1. The potential's there. But this is about the nitty-gritty, the, the, the fine-tooling that needs to be tweaked. You know, and in my mind, I I look at Trey Lance as a sculpture, if that makes sense. He's half done. You know, this is the Michelangelo, you know, this is the 
giant sculpture and the head and the arms are done. You know, it, it, it's halfway complete. He's intelligent. He has the arm strength. He can run. But now it's about finding those uh, defining characteristics in him as a quarterback. Chiseling out, uh, you know, the small little uh, shadows and pieces in the sculpture that complete the picture, right? And you know, the upper half is done. It looks gorgeous. You're looking at Trey Lance going, we got the next guy, right? But take him to an art gallery. Put him against the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Mahomes, Wilson, Rodgers. And I get they've played longer, but my point here is they're going to say he, he ain't finished here yet. He needs some time. He ain't allowed to come in this club yet. And I think right now you you put him next to Garoppolo and you're saying, there's some things we got to, you know, choose a lot of him to make sure he can beat this guy still. Jimmy Garoppolo was the best quarterback in the NFL on third downs. Trey Lance can't even com- complete 47% of his passes in practice in two-minute drills and move the ball drills. Trey Lance has not proven yet versus NFL defenses, whether Kansas City or the Niners, that he can move the ball efficiently and consistently, those two words again, efficiently and consistently against NFL defenses. He has not warranted the the place of quarterback one yet. He has yet to prove he's able to do what Jimmy Garoppolo can do outside of the home run play. Home run plays are great, right? We love home run plays. Why wouldn't you want an 80-yard touchdown pass? But consistent and efficiency. Those are the things Garoppolo does much better than Trey Lance. And over time, as the sculpture becomes more complete, as Trey Lance grows, he will then creep up to, oh, he's 50 comp percentage and move the ball drills, 60, 70, which is where Garoppolo is. Garoppolo is completing 71% of his passes and move the ball drills in training camp. Trey Lance again, 46%. He's not doing what a starting caliber quarterback does. You want to know why? He's not there yet. Guys like myself, David Lombardi, Matt Burrows, John Chapman, who's a wonderful podcast host, we've been pounding the table for Trey Lance over and over and over again. Not just to draft this guy, but to be patient with him. When, when he becomes that pristine, finished product, that's when you remove the, the veil and you say, this is our quarterback. This is our number three overall pick. Not now when he still needs to be chiseled and reworked and refined and retooled. When he's learning. This instant gratification of Trey Lance has to start week one. It's impatience versus the patient. Do you want to be impatient, trot him out there, and see him struggle? See him in a two-minute drill, game on the line, because he's forced two picks in that game? And see him struggle to move the ball and you lose a game early in the season against the Packers? No. You want the sculpture to be completed before everyone sees it, before you open it to the world. You're not going to show it half done and go, look what I have. Look what I did. They're going to say, he ain't done yet. You have work to do. Shanahan Lynch, Trey Lance, they all have work to do. It's a cumulative effort. And as we speak, at 1130, on a Tuesday morning in August, 
before week two of the NFL preseason, they're still working. Trey Lance is a work in progress that soon, but not now, will be a finished product. But that needs time. That needs patience. This Trey Lance QB1 starting week one is a battle between the patient and the impatient. And from every indication, John Lynch and, Trey, and, and Kyle Shanahan will be patient with him. They're going to ride this thing out. Jimmy Garoppolo will likely start week one as Trey Lance has worked into the offense and refines the mechanics, refines those tools, becomes a quarterback he's supposed to be, not who he is now. He'll get there, but that's not who he is now. It's who he will be, not who he is now. And with that said, as we continue to dissect the Niners quarterback competition every single week, as we overreact, as we underreact, as roster cuts continue next Tuesday, as we give you the the stock up, stock down, you are going to want to follow us on social media, Instagram at 49ers.access, Twitter 49ers underscore access. You're not going to want to miss an update. What is Lynch saying? What's Shanahan saying? What is Lance saying? What's Garoppolo saying? What is the latest news around the 49ers quarterback competition, roster, and many other things? Our social media is the place to be for every single update as the preseason continues, as you ramp up towards week one of the NFL season versus the Detroit Lions. Again, Instagram, 49ers.access, Twitter, 49ers underscore access. You are not going to want to miss a thing. And again, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave a review. My name is Sterling Bennett. This has been the 49er Access Podcast. And until next time, stay faithful.